You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. Three, two, one. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your host, your fantastic, your beautiful, your grandiose host, JC. And with me today, today of all day, well, not really with me, but like over in her place and I'm at my place and whatever, because social distancing. Kiki, how you doing over there, kiddo? What's up, squad? guys doing all right i mean you know they can't like directly answer right yeah i imagine that they're talking to us like through the they're in their cars or they're somewhere listening to us on an i was gonna say an mp3 player (laughs) no one even no one i'm sorry i forgot where the hell i i was time traveling recently that's my excuse yeah i'm okay yeah everything's fine i just forgot what era i was in Yes, you guys are listening, and uh, I imagine you just said, hey, back to me, so, hey. So, uh, what's 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 new and exciting with you? Absolutely nothing. Not a thing. Wow. Still waiting for two weeks' worth of unemployment to get here. Don't know what, what what's taking so long. I am very, very uh happy that i i have not had to deal with with that i've been employed this entire time and i'm very thankful for that however are you damn it i would love would love 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 to be able to just dedicate my time to mission spooky yeah, and me too. All the fan, and then by that I mean just sleep and play video. I mean dedicate my time to Mission Spooky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's been lots of fun. Telling people to put their masks on. You know. Or do do they not let you do that? They don't. They they don't. Uh, we're not supposed to. Right. However, I still do. Because the customer doesn't know that I shouldn't be telling them that. And it's not like company policy not to tell them that. It's just like the, the let's say, area that we're in. We were kind of told to be like lax about it. As long as they're not being assholes about it, we don't need to engage them. However, I feel like them being assholes about it is just not wearing a mask like at that point i feel like they're now asking me to engage them so yeah but it's it's been it's been fun for the most part honestly i i mean i see one or two people a day that try to come in without masks and i tell them hey you need a mask says so on the front door please get a mask on the problem with that is that um the one time that I was in a situation in which I was not on the clock and someone was in line and wasn't wearing a mask and another two other customers actually called this person out and were like, 
why don't you have a mask on? We all are wearing one. Everyone that works here is wearing one. And the lady said, well, I have a lung condition. If you get this, you will probably die. What is wrong with you? Why are you coming out here for craft supplies when you have a lung condition and two small children? I'm sorry, not small enough that they couldn't wear masks. These two kids were like nine and 12 years old. And I'm sorry, but if my four and a half year old can keep his mask on when I have to take him with me somewhere just for food shopping, because I don't have a choice. I have obviously we can't have a babysitter because they're not coming out here during COVID. He keeps it on four and a half years old he's doing fantastic kid is i'm so proud of him right and i'm just like your kids aren't wearing masks you're putting them at risk you're putting yourself at risk for what paint seriously it's just stupid i feel like some people are just really not being uh smart <laughs> i be the word i agree and then we have to deal with it and i it's it's very stressful it's extremely stressful right now so so hey anyway uh nobody really gives a shit about that but uh if you're listening and you're not wearing a mask because you have a problem with it i would ask you to just maybe reconsider you know not telling you what to do just maybe think about it a little bit reconsider that you might be putting yourself and other people at very high risk and it's putting yourself at risk is one thing but when you put it on other people that's when it becomes uh when it's like truly evil in a way you know because to me evil is just being super selfish you can order stuff online you don't have to come out if you if you're if you have a sickness please don't go out you know uh because we don't we don't want to lose you either if you're listening that means that you're part of the spookster squad and you're part of our extended family so we don't want you to get sick there you go yeah I just want to update our spooksters on something I kind of commented on this past Saturday's uh, video, which we recorded about 10 minutes ago. Is recently, <laughs> Cordy Poo and I went went ghost hunting. And we're going to try and do more boots on the ground stuff, Cordy Poo and I. Because we like going ghost hunting. And that's exactly what it is. I got no, you know, no equipment other than my cell phone and some flashlights and a positive can-do attitude. That's what we go with. And um, we recently went to the spooky graveyard uh, in where near where I grew up. And we had a lot of cool experiences, none of which, to my knowledge, were caught on, on tape or are recorded. Possibly going to have to go over that stuff again. Uh, if we do find anything, trust me, we will post it on all of our all of our things right kiki i'll give it to you and you'll take care of that right kiki <laughs> yeah okay whatever man. that's the job of the producer <laughs> but we if we find stuff we'll update you i don't know unless we find something like really big we're probably not gonna do like i don't think we'll do dedicated episodes cord saw a shadowy person I saw a a few uh, shadow shadow people. Cord had a feeling that his hand was being held, like a ch a child came up and started holding his hand, and there was no child there, so that was weird. I actually had pains in certain parts of my body. I had like a lot of pressure on my chest to the point where I had to like sit down. And while I'm not like 
the most physically active person. I don't get winded from walking around a mainly flat surface. It wasn't stressful or anything like that kind of activity. And my chest started to hurt. And then I was having pains in my right arm. And it wasn't like in the arm, it was on the arm. There was somebody holding my arm and squeezing. It was kind of the pain I felt. That's something uh, Cord and I are going to try and do. More boots on the ground investigations. Because we like doing it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... We were really working towards that when, uh, you know, COVID kind of screwed up everything for the summer, especially a lot of places are still closed or have very truncated hours right now. And we were trying to save up for a piece of equipment that's going to become very important to us down the road. Because when we go do on-site things, especially if it's like you and Cord, it's going to be great. It's going to sound awesome. So yeah. anyway, we're almost there. And like, it actually doesn't matter now because some places, like I said, are kind of closed off until further notice. So that's cool. Yep. It's all good. All right. So... We're going to break for sponsor and for a podcast promo this week. Again, we are promoting Legendary Africa, which is just an amazing podcast. We love it. Really good stuff to listen to. Legends and things that I'm not that familiar with. So I, I really like that part of it. And when we come back, we're going to be going off to the Jersey Shore with our Ghosts of the Coast, Volume 1. No, this is not a Lion King podcast. This is also not a show full of fun bedtime stories to lull your kids to sleep at night. This is Legendary Africa, an African myths and legend podcast that travels all over the continent to bring you the greatest, weirdest, and scariest stories from the birthplace of humankind. Join sisters Tashira and Rashalia every Monday and Friday for a wild ride, guaranteed to keep you wide awake and in stitches. Learn about the mysterious werehyenas of Somalia, the heroic dragon-slaying Princess Takane, the flesh-eating spirits of the Congo, and much more. Find Legendary Africa on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe, stay sexy, and stay legendary. So Kiki, when, when, are, you, when are you coming to pick me up? We're going to the beach, right? Cause, cause I'm, I'm in my bathing suit. I got my SPF shirt on. I'm, I'm ready. I got my sunscreen. I'm, I'm ready to go. You're, you're gonna be here soon, right? We're, we're going to the beach. Uh, so the funny thing, really, about that is that we literally just got done bitching about people not taking COVID seriously, and I'll wear a mask. Now you want to go to the Jersey Shore, like literally. I mean. <laughs> y- Look, I'll wear a mask. <laughs> the mask will save me. Uh, and I'll stay six feet away from people and I will bathe myself in hand sanitizer. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you're, I'm bathing. Hold, hold on. I always, I always love this. I always love. Mission. There's my boy. My great white shark mission. He weighs 66.5 pounds. He is five feet, eight inches long. He is male, obviously. And... And he just pinged not too long ago. And so people are laughing going, I was thinking about going to the Jersey Shore, but there he is. Ready to eat humans. No. Yeah. I love it. 
But anyway, yeah, Mission, the Great White Shark, he is not far off the Jersey coast right now. And I love the fact that there's already a shark called Mission. So I keep tabs on him. He's great. And you can do that too if you have the shark app, which is awesome. It's called O Search, O S E A R C H. And you can, um, yeah, you can find out where the great whites are, where the Makos are, where the turtles are, and the alligators too. They follow them in O'Keefe and O'Keefe Swamp. Just want to throw that out there because summer is going to be weird this year, and you guys might enjoy this little app to do with the kids for something fun if they can't get out to an actual aquarium, et cetera. There you go. There's my plug. O-Search. Love them. They're a nonprofit too. Nice. So no, we're not heading directly to the Jersey Shore. What? I know. I'm taking you there virtually. Well, that's not the same. I know. It sucks. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So for me, though, there's nothing quite so scary as a vessel being found either driven by the dead or empty and seemingly functioning properly. Some of my favorite movies include this disquieting scene. For example, Event Horizon, where the ship appears out of nowhere with blood on the walls and a horrifying video log. I highly recommend that movie. I also recommend that movie because it has a dinosaur man in it. <laughs> yeah, it has, it has the dinosaur man in it. Did you hear? He's going to be like, he's going to be in the, the new one that they make. Yeah, if we ever, if we ever get to record our other, other podcast, then... We could talk about that. We're so far I mean, behind. I feel like dinosaurs are worth talking about on all podcasts. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I have at it. My other favorite is Ghost Ship. I know it's it, maybe not like an Oscar winning performance by anyone involved, but it has Carl Urban in it. And that is enough for me. This is one that the ship appears to be empty and there's a salvage crew that's going to take it and they're allowed to salvage it. And it turns out the ship is like super cursed by the passengers who are stuck there. So really, it for me, it's a good scare movie. I love that movie. But anyway, so in the spirit of summer, <laughs> we're heading to the Jersey Shore to discuss a few of the most memorable ghost ships and ghosts, uh, the Eastern Atlantic. Have you ever, uh, well, I know you've been to the Jersey Shore, right? I mean. Well, I've been the Eastern Pennsylvania Shores, shores yes. <laughs> yes, the Eastern Pennsylvania Shores. But yeah, I've been there. They're, you know, beaches. They, you know, I'm not like a big beach person. Like, I'm not one of those, well, it's not summertime if I don't go to the beach kind of people. But like, they're okay every now and then, I guess. You've been there, and have you ever experienced anything super creepy while you were there? I mean, other than just being in New Jersey. No, I'm good. <laughs> the state that does not exist, but it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, does it? But at the same time, yeah, no, it's... I've never had ghost experiences in Jersey. Have you? I have it, and I'm a little disappointed because some of these, especially the ghost ship ones, are just flipping awesome. Like, okay, like I want to see this, okay? This one needs to happen. I'm going to tell you guys about this one. This is the ghost ship of Captain Sandovate. Don Sandovate was a Spanish captain that sailed to the New World in search of treasure. Legend has it that he found a cache of gold and other valuables, but there were members of his crew that he wasn't too familiar with, and that turned out to be a pretty fatal mistake for him. Because those few members managed to convince the others that they'd be better off without a captain, that his considerably high share of the profits, uh, the treasure, could be split, and they'd all make out a lot better for it. There's always, there's always going to be a captain. 
if if it's not the guy that's current captain, it's gonna be somebody else. Just just yes, you know. Yes, and as you'll find out, that next captain is a total dick. Mm-hmm. Rather than outright kill Sandavate, they tied him to the main mast and refused him water and food. Day after day, he remained exposed to the seething sun until finally he began to break. Water. Please give me just one sip, he pleaded with them. But the mutineers found this amusing and would climb up the mast and then sort of hang down this cup of water on a string just out of his reach, like just just above his head, right? In the hot summer sun, the captain finally succumbed and died. But rather than turn him over to the sea, the new captain left his corpse tied to the mast while the crew continued to pirate and plunder up and down the East Coast. Some will say that what happened next was divine smite of the Christian god, but I like to think that the sea itself saw what these men had done and decided to take revenge upon them. A terrible storm arose and sank the ship, sending all hands to the bottom of the Atlantic with the captain still tied to the mast. It wasn't long before folks on the Atlantic shores started seeing an eerie ship appearing along the coast, usually during the calm just before a storm. It looks like a Spanish galleon at first, but its main mast is broken and its sails are in tatters. Tied to that broken mast is a handsome Spaniard dressed in fine clothes of a captain. On the decks are the skeletons of his mutinous crew who now hold out bony hands begging for those on shore water please give us just one sip but why couldn't he just drink the seawater oh my god because guys drinking seawater in a in a situation <laughs> yeah. like that actually actually dehydrates you faster and is like how you die i mean you'll die but like you're gonna die faster don't drink seawater no matter what do not drink the seawater if it gets in your mouth spit it the fuck out survival tips from jc i love it i love how that is like oh man yeah don't don't drink seawater that's bad like i said the next captain of that ship was kind of an asshole this is what i find interesting about the story is that he really could have just stopped plundering and pillaging oh but that's not the pirate life well it wasn't though see they weren't they didn't go into this necessarily being pirates they just went into this hearing that there was a supposed treasure in the new world and there were goods to be had and their gold etc and they and they get this and they they accomplish their goal right but then it's mm -hmm. greed they just they just got to have more 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 and if they just listened to the spaniard captain did what he said split everything the way they were supposed to they would have lived Number one, right? Because they would have gone back home with a lot of money and gold and they could have started a new life. But instead, they all died at the bottom of the sea and got punished for their actions. Yeah, I like that story. That'll teach you. Yeah. Don't kill your captain. Or you can also have this other story, which is just, which is just fantastic. Uh, this is called the Palatine Light. And this is a tale that started in colonial America. So this is a pretty old ghost story. 1752, a large vessel called the Palatine sailed from Germany 
carrying European passengers leaving the old world for the new world. One story says that the captain died suddenly. Uh, the other one claims that he was murdered. I'd love to know that other story, like who murdered him. The other story, I could not find any other details on that second story about the murdering part. The crew went on to keep all the food for themselves because again we're dealing with a bunch of a-holes apparently they allowed the passengers to die of starvation now there's a lot more passengers than there were crew so you mean to tell me that they crew usually has weapons passengers don't well i was gonna say i could see like maybe a situation in, in case somebody is going to question it the same way i did i was thinking in my head that they probably were kept under lock and key maybe you know they were yeah. down and somewhere that they could not get out yeah you know so once the passengers were dead the crew abandoned the ship and left it to drift off into the Atlantic. Because, you know, why not? So, not long after this happens, colonists all along the eastern seaboard, they see this ship that's on fire. Somehow, it is turned into fire, which is where we get the name of it, the Palatine Light, because now it's this, like, big, glowing ship on fire. But once its ghostly captain has garnered the attention of coastal onlookers, the hull, the sails, everything just sort of slowly dissipates as if it's just going back down into the frigid waters of the Atlantic to rise again elsewhere. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. Love it. Ghost ships. Hell yeah. That's why I said this is volume one because, you know, these we can, we'll do another one of, uh, I think I want to head, like, we'll go up to New York maybe. Last one for today. And this one's over at Cape May which I've been to like a bunch of times, but I did not even know about this particular story of Higby Beach. So this is very intriguing. I love it. And I definitely want to check this out. Legend has it, there is somebody that haunts Higby Beach, which is about a mile and a half stretch at the tip of Cape Isle along the Delaware Bay. And the beach is sort of separated from view by this swampy, woody type area that apparently used to be the dead end of what they called the New England Road. It's named after the Higby family. The younger brother, Thomas, operated a hotel on Delaware Bay and lived in a separate house nearby on Bayshore Road. Joseph dies in 1872. Thomas dies in 1879. Thomas says in his will that he wants to be buried near the hotel. And he's very specific about these, these things. He wants a grave that's lined with brick and flagstone. And they accommodated his wishes and he remained there for decades until the death of his niece, Edda Gregory, who had inherited the entire Higby estate. Well, Edda decides in her will, she says, that she's going to disinter her uncle and against his wishes, have him reburied next to her at Cold Springs Presbyterian Cemetery, where both of their plots are today. The hotel was demolished back in the 1940s. I think it was like three years after Edda's death. Ever since then, Pigby Beach visitors will report this spectral man with a long coat, often accompanied by a black dog. This is one of these where the man will just look right through you, like he's just walking his daily walk on the beach, not even acknowledging you're there, except when he gets too close to you, he'll just sort of disappear. I think that's pretty cool. That is kind of spooky. Also one of those, like, don't remove people from where they are. They're there for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. 
where all of this took place is is currently owned by the state of New Jersey, and it it is part of the Higby Beach Wildlife Management Area. So uh, you can go there. It's actually birders will go there a lot because there's migratory birds. Apparently, <clears throat> also um, nude beachgoers would hang out there a lot too. Hey, whoever floats the boat, that's that's technically that was banned in like I think 1999. They said was when that activity was. Uh, they were asked not to do that anymore on that on that particular beach. And then the joke was that, you know, maybe that's why Thomas Higby liked to walk the beach all those years because mm-hmm. <laughs> because he had some, you know, some sights to see. <laughs> Possibly. Or or now he's he's come back with a vengeance because now there's no more nude beach. <laughs> Either way, I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh that's what i got to give you guys for our first volume of ghost stories of beaches up here i'm gonna do some research on delaware and new york next and see if i can come up with anything else we could do a volume two i'm sure we can oh yeah i've never heard of any ghost ship stories in new jersey because new (laughs) jersey Jersey doesn't exist (laughs) it's a cryptid all of its own Okay, guys, so listen, we got a musical guest today that is just amazing. His name is Ali Awan. He is out of Philadelphia. Finally, we got a Philly guy. I'm so excited. Not that we don't love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has been rocking it uh, as far as bands signing up and wanting their music played on our show. And we just think that's freaking awesome and amazing. And can't thank all of you guys enough for wanting to share with us. And uh, so Ali is from Philly. And this is a song called Butterfly. And for me, I pick this because it, to me, is kind of like a summertime jam, and I freaking love it. When we get back, Vicky Squad news and shout outs. Stay tuned. listeners that sent me just just something in in one of our messengers uh De- devin devin that that made my day thank you, you was that you the crypto nice thing words? yeah i don't want to read the whole thing but yeah, no, um, read it it's great tell oh, okay. it tell the audience it's great it's i love it do it so it's it's a it's a post from a website i don't fucking know it's fine to identify closely with an already existing cryptid but remember that you are your own individual creature of the night you are a unique otherworldly being and it is perfectly wonderful to develop your own cryptic nature get out there and grow those antlers or speak that mud and rock language be the cryptic you wish to see in the woods you beautiful abomination and i just i love it it 
it's like everything I, I wish I could have wrote. That's poetry to me. That's mm, just beautiful. But uh, and then, Devin, you said some nice things about us and, and I really appreciate it. And you're a cool person. Thank you. Made my day. And that was a tough day. So thank you. Yes, Devin. If anybody knows where that originated from, feel free to, you know, tweet at us or whatever and let us know because we honestly don't know where that came from, but it is awesome. I love yeah. it. When I read it, I was like, ah, that's so JC. Nailed it. Yeah. I would also just like to mention that speaking of spookiness and ships, I did not know this. And mostly because I've been trying to get back to the beach. By the way, awesome movie. I've been trying to get back to the beach like for a couple of years now with the kid. And every time we've tried to do it, it has just not worked out. But apparently, I think it started in 2017. Maury's Pier has an attraction called the Ignis Fautus, which translates into Will-O-The-Wisp, in case anybody's wondering. It's a huge ship that they turned into a haunted house. And it's based off of the Philadelphia Experiment. Now, if you guys don't know what that is, I actually would love to cover the Philadelphia Experiment. It, oh, we definitely should. That is some yeah. next-level high strangeness kind of stuff. I might put that on as an October special. Ooh, I'm, I'm in. Right? In case anybody doesn't know what that is, on October 28, 1943, a U.S. destroyer escort was made invisible and teleported from Philly to Norfolk, Virginia, and back. And the story talks about how the newly invisible sailors kind of all went insane. There is a movie. It's called The Philadelphia Experiment. There is a movie that's based on this uh, supposed thing that happened. So anyway, their haunted ship, though, is based off of that idea. And it looks so freaking cool. You know, it's like one of those walkthrough actors that I just saw a couple peeks of like the actors with the makeup on. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And if anybody is old enough to remember the Brigantine Castle in Jersey, this is like the perfect replacement for that. Because, oh, I miss I miss the Brigantine Castle. That's some good shit right there. Oh, my gosh. It's just, I just I just thought of another idea. We should do a whole episode on like the old haunted houses. Dorney Park had a really famous one, too. Bucket of Blood. Okay. You were too young for that. Bucket of Blood was like the best. Oh, my gosh. There's also a Dorney Park haunting that is kind of interesting to talk about as well. So, man, that could be a whole other summertime episode. Maybe we'll do that in August. I got an open slot. So oh, do you. Uh, gross. Um, you so, should talk to your husband about that. Oh, God. Gross. God. <laughs> See, this is what happens. You guys stay past into the third act and you you get gross jokes and you get to know about things that we might be talking about in the future and you get to listen to ridiculous jc cackling in the background like a madman oh yeah i've got no other spooky squad news for you guys just uh join the patreon you have one dollar and five dollar levels i completely suck and i have not gotten the five dollar the second five dollar tier out yet but um Fortunately, those who are signed up, they're they're okay with that. They're like, it's fine, it's fine. There, there's, you know, there's a lot going on. So uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are so darn close to a thousand followers on Twitter. I only need like less than two hundred now. So tell your friends. Just click the follow button. They won't be disappointed. 
I just recently had a whole hashtag Alabama hashtag food food porn from a very lovely man named Raul. And yeah, it's you're missing out if you're not following us on Twitter. It's an amazing thing. Instagram, follow us on there. And you can email us at missionspookypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns about previous episodes, or hey, if you have a spooky story that you wanted to tell us about one of the places maybe that we're talking about, or if it's not, but it's coming up, then we could use it in, in a future episode. We also have a Facebook page that JC rules with. An iron fist? Of compassion? No, just an iron fist just today. Iron fist. Okay. And I have been trying to remember to post things on there, but I really don't like Facebook. So I'm trying, I'm working on it, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm terrible at doing things. Yeah. And uh, you're terrible at doing everything. So you just suck. Yeah. It's okay. I'll respond to any messages, though, on, on Facebook. I like doing that. Having a little chit chat. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, it's so much work. I'll just let Kiki do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do everything. I'm taking a higher uh, cut when we start making money, by the way. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> we'll talk about that. I think it's going to be like 70 30. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, we'll. Too funny. We'll... Uh, anyway, yeah. no, I'm just I'm joking. Um, I don't really care. Let's um, see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually, like, I've been super lazy about the ending here. I just. It is what it is, guys. Join us on all the things. Wait, I want to do a small shout out to um, Gizmo's Corner. He oh, okay. he, uh, he was not posting in in June for reasons, um, but he you know he's by himself down there in in West Pennsylvania or East Pennsylvania. Uh, you know he doesn't have a, a producer co-host to to push him along and. Every now and then, things can just get daunting. So he he's he's a one man operation, and he's doing his best. But he's he's trying to shoot out, throw out some new episodes um, with with some uh, you know. There's there's a little skit of me and one of them coming up, and uh, you know, just just listen to Gizmo's Corners. It's it's a fun time, and I I, I love that guy. He he had a video or a podcast recently that kind of inspired me to think about like looking into a career into acting and uh, uh, stand-up comedy and, and stuff like that. I don't know if I'll ever do it, but it was a very inspiring podcast to to listen to and to, like, get a feel of that world. So definitely worth checking out. And I am going to shout out a podcast I just recently got into, and that is called Watch If You Dare. But you listen to podcasts. Okay, I'm going to tell you why it's called that. One guy is like the expert on horror film and the other one is kind of a scaredy cat and doesn't like to watch horror films. So it's a watch this if you dare. And then they talk about the film afterwards. It fits in perfectly with what I was talking about because I, the first two episodes I listened to were the Event Horizon one, which was awesome. The Actually, the first, very first one that I tried and immediately fell in love with these guys was their take on The Thing. And I... If I can learn something about a movie that I've watched like hundreds of times and I thought I really knew just about everything there was to know about this particular film, like all the little external details, I learned a whole bunch of new stuff from these guys talking about it. So awesome podcast. Please go check it out. Especially if you like 
the idea of scary films, but maybe aren't sure if you want to go watch them or not, a good place to start. And on that note, taking us out again is our musical guest, Ali Awan, with his song, Butterfly. You can find Ali's music on uh, Spotify and Bandcamp. Go buy his album on Bandcamp. It's freaking awesome. His songs will be on our Spotify playlist. As usual, stay spooky, guys, and don't die. But if you do, contact us. I'm going to change this up a, a little bit. I'm just, you know what? That last line of that thing, be the cryptid you wish to see in the woods, you beautiful abominations. <laughs>